The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com. Hello and welcome to the Bucket Plan On Demand. I'm your host, Dave Allison. Today, we're going to be covering a topic that's always at the top of our minds as financial advisors, winning more assets under management. Specifically, we'll cover how to use analogies to help gather assets, teaching your clients so they can make more informed decisions, and how to meet and exceed the expectations of alpha. We recently covered this as a top five roundtable at our Mastermind Collegium. The feedback was so overwhelmingly positive that we wanted to share it with all of you. It was actually presented by myself and Tim Claremont, wealth advisor, founder, and CEO of Clear Financial Partners, one of the top offices with C2P Enterprise. So we're going to have to play this for you now. If you have any questions along the way, I encourage you to speak with our business development team. I hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, Tim Claremont here, just a fellow C2P producer like uh, like all of you. So happy to share some insights with you on how I've been using the uh, Valor Capital Management, using analogies to help gather assets for my clients and communicate. You know, my four values are education, choice, transparency, and empathy. And so I try to teach my clients so they can make an informed decision about what they want to do with their money, be transparent about the pros and the cons, costs and the benefits, and then be empathetic about my recommendations. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to jump in and share this analogy with you. Uh, before I share any concepts, I'd like to start with a quote. The quote for today is right on point. If a picture is worth a thousand words, then an analogy is worth a thousand pictures. Uh, noodle on that. I heard that at a presentation several years ago, but I absolutely love it. I, just the concept of that. Good analogies, I think, are one of the easiest ways for our clients to remember what it is that we're teaching them. And so I'm just going to share the analogy that I use when I talk about the Valor portfolio. And generally, we have three kinds of portfolios that I teach my clients about. I'm going to blast through two of them. Our edge portfolio is our uh, low-cost ETF portfolio that we use. And I know that, I know that uh, PCA has a version of this that's, that's excellent. So the, the way I'll describe that is it's kind of like building a house. We have to use regular bricks, these ETFs that are available to everybody. But as we all know, 93% of your investment performance is based on asset allocation. And so we designed the blueprint of the house, but we use regular bricks. For our alpha portfolios, we're going to hire an outside third party. In this case, we hire Valor to be the asset allocation gurus. They're, they're the architect. And Dimensional Funds gives us access to these gold bricks, these very special bricks that we can access. We can only access them through a third party like Valor to use these gold bricks. And we'll talk about kind of the pros and cons of that in a second. Then finally, the third portfolio that I share with clients is our impact portfolio, which is for our socially responsible investments. And this is where we have those special green bricks, if you will, uh, the socially responsible, no alcohol, tobacco, firearms, that kind of thing. And we build the house using our same asset allocation that we use in our clear edge portfolios. So we use the same blueprint, but we're using different bricks. We're using green bricks. So this analogy helps explain things to my clients in such a way that they get it, they understand it. 
Uh, and then I just dig a little bit deeper into the comparisons when I explain it to my clients. Uh, I'm going to, again, blow through this part here. The edge portfolio, we talk about asset allocation, how much is traditional, domestic, international, emerging markets, the alternative investments, our bond portfolio. Then I go in and explain to them how we have our 100% bond portfolio, our 100% stock portfolio. We blend the two together to create our mix for the clients. And then we categorize it based on different risk levels on a scale of 0 to 10, 0, 100 being 0 stock, 100% bond. 100, zero being 100% stock, zero bonds, so that being a 10 on our risk scale. And then we have our 25, 75, 50, 50, and 75, 25 versions. But for the alpha, for Valor Capital Management, this is where we talk about that gold brick concept. And generally speaking, I believe, and, and Dave can probably uh, attest to this as well, the performance at Dimensional Funds has been phenomenal. They've been beating the indexes by about 1.5% per year for the last 1, 3, 5, 10, and 20-year periods of time. Now, the cost for our clients is only about an extra... 35 to 45 basis points over our edge portfolio. So they're paying a little bit more, but they're getting those gold bricks that have been beating the indexes by about one and a half percent. So it always made sense to me to pay an extra third of a percent to get an extra one and a half. Of course, I always have to say, I can't guarantee you're going to get that extra one and a half percent, but that's what we've seen as far as the performance. And then I go in and teach the dimensional funds and the concept of it, how they overweight towards stocks, small companies, profitable companies, value uh, positions, explain the differences there. Talk a little bit about the leadership as it relates to the leaders. I mean, these guys have won Nobel Prizes, they're gurus, plus you have Roger Ibbotson being the creator of the Ibbotson chart, pretty awesome. And then the, the outperformers, the access to only advisors, they can only get access to those gold bricks through you. Uh, and and that's, that's powerful. And then the model portfolios are similar on that same scale of zero to 10. So the zero 100s all the way through the 100 zeros, we just break them out in the 20% increments. So we can have a zero, a two, a four, a five, a six, an eight, and a 10 uh, risk level. The clients get a pick. Uh, and, and that's really it on the, uh, the, on the alpha portfolios, our Clarify alpha portfolios and talking about Valor and dimensional funds. Uh, on the impact stuff, I just talk about how one, one last final analogy I'll share with you before we move on uh, with the, if you've ever had those little Lego kits when you were a kid and you open them up and you put it together, try to make it look just like the picture. And, and then it, it looks great, you know, if you do it right. Imagine if you got that Lego kit, but you only had half the Legos in the kit. You'd have all these holes in that final thing you're creating. That's like socially responsible funds about 30 years ago. We just didn't have enough green bricks to create a whole house, but we've seen that evolve over time. And uh, that's, that's the concept as far as the analogy part goes. I hope the gold brick analogy helps you. We send a quarterly newsletter out to all of our clients physically that have assets under management with our firm. And then I also actually write the, a quarterly cover letter that goes with that. Uh, and that's, that's it. That's what I wanted to share with you guys today for our, our top five roundtable. And I hope you found this valuable. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure you have. Dave's pretty, pretty brilliant. So I appreciate sharing the spotlight with him. Thanks so much, Tim, for sharing that. I love your approach. I love the analogies. And I think you'll find I do something similar. When I'm meeting with a prospect, I really try to profile what their expectations are. My goal is if we could meet their or exceed their expectations of investments, then we're going to have happy clients. And so I, I kind of call it the expectation of alpha. And we know that alpha in the investment world is beating the market or outperforming the index. And so some of my prospects and clients, they have a low expectation for alpha. They don't really care about trying to beat the market and take on risk and uncertainty to do so. They just want good, fair, balanced returns. And a lot of times we can do that by just trying to match the market. I have a lot of clients that fit that category. The second category is maybe somebody who has a medium expectation for alpha or to beat the market. They don't wanna add a lot of additional risk to their portfolio, but they're okay with a certain degree of risk to try to generate better performance. 
And then last but not least, some of the people I sit down with have a high expectation for alpha. They're hiring us because they want our experience in active management to try to outperform the overall market. And so what I want to have is tools in my toolbox to win all of these types of clients. And I can't deliver the exact pitch that I do for all of these in the seven minutes or so I have here, but I created a cheat sheet. I'm going to pull up on the screen right now of how I win business with some of the key talking points in each of these areas, depending on who I'm sitting down with. So if I know they have more of a lower expectation for alpha, they're just happy with good, consistent, solid returns, capturing the market, then I love the Valor Vanguard strategic ETF portfolios. These are managed by Valor's investment or by Vanguard's investment team, which right up here on the screen, 12 members, they meet six times a year, PhDs, investment and economic research experts. I share Vanguard's the second largest investment firm in the world. At Valor, we align with the largest, the biggest, and the most reputable investment firms in the world to bring institutional asset management services to our clients. So again, there's a 12-member committee. These portfolios are strategic, but they're not completely static buy and hold. The difference is the hurdle for Vanguard to make any consistent changes is high. There needs to be a really good reason for them to make overall changes because they are long-term strategic portfolios. The words I use with my clients here, are these are our foundational diversified portfolios to capture the market return. Just like building a good, strong house, you need a great foundation. And these portfolios are a great foundation to their bucket plan. When I talk about foundation, I like to use this chart to basically show them that if we start with, let's say, a 100% equity portfolio from a volatility, and this is why the volatility tolerance analysis is so important. And I look at the last you know, 100 years or so, 1926 through 2020, the average market capture return of an all equity portfolio is about 10.4%. So if they have the stomach for a 100% equity portfolio and they're comfortable with that expectation of return, this might be a really good solution for them. And they can see as they dial back volatility, like in a balanced portfolio, it's averaged about 8.35%. And if I wanna show them the real results, I can skip a couple pages in my material here and I can get to the 100% equity portfolio, which I just highlighted here. Um, which ends up over the last 10 years annualized return of about 10.66%. So the last 10 years, it actually outperformed the average. Some years it'll be better than average. Some years it'll be under average. But what I focus on with my clients is that next bullet point, if we're going to try to capture the market-like return, we want to do so at the lowest possible cost. And that's why we love Vanguard and leveraging Vanguard. It's a mutually owned company, which means that if you buy a fund, you are an owner. They don't have a separate group of shareholders to report profit to, which allows them to keep costs down. And it's very efficient, tax efficient. The equity holdings have produced zero capital gains in the last 10 years. Low cost, the internal fund expense of this portfolio is about five basis points. From there, I created a cheat sheet on the top six points I use to sell dimensional. If somebody has more of a medium expectation for alpha, I think an evidence-based approach 
built around Nobel Prize winning economic theory backed by decades of empirical research is a great way to try to beat the market without adding a lot of additional risk. I love this saying here, outperforming without outguessing. And that's all about dimensionals approach rooted in applying insight from financial science, long-term tilts to shift the odds in the investor's favor. But if I have a client that wants more of an active approach, they have a high degree or expectation of trying to outperform the market, we have the Valor United models. Here, these are built in partnership with BlackRock, the world's largest investment management firm. You can see the team here, five PhDs dedicated to model portfolio oversight, 18 research and investment strategists, over 100 years of combined experience. These people are watching the market every single day trying to figure out ways to get ahead. They're also using cutting edge technology within BlackRock's Aladdin risk management system. 1,500 engineers, 900 data scientists, 700 client service experts to look at how to potentially make incremental active or dynamic changes in the portfolio to try to beat the market. It's a diversified core solution with a dynamic approach to active management. We're going to be making both short-term and long-term tilts. Its aim is to make a little bit of money a lot of the time. It's a three-step process. Start with a long-term strategy, be able to adapt to changing macro conditions. It's like driving down the highway with the ability to kind of swerve in and out of traffic to get there quicker. And then selecting the right investment vehicles to deliver those exposures. The right investment vehicles, and the reason we called it United is because we're uniting multiple fund families in a best-in-class screening. You're going to see all the big names, JP Morgan, Vanguard, iShares, Invesco, State Street, whoever screens out as the best in class to deliver that exposure that BlackRock's investment team is trying to deliver is who's going to be in place. And then it's going to trade more frequently, four to six times a year, mostly quarterly, but it may be ad hoc. So for example, last week, they just reduced exposure to technology and medical devices. They increased exposure to utilities, commodities, and cyclicals, again, as a way to try to beat the market. And so as you have this approach, again, I think we have a way to win no matter what expectations our clients have and deliver an investment experience that makes them a very happy client and ultimately powers their bucket plan to meet their goals and objectives. The Bucket Plan On Demand series is brought to you by Clarity to Prosperity, a financial training, coaching, and IP development organization led by financial advisors, coaches, and business leaders committed to taking a holistic approach on advising. To learn more about our organization and upcoming training opportunities for financial professionals, visit ClarityToProsperity.com.